beautiful soul, pause for a moment. Feel the presence of God, universe, source, your angels, and spirit team wrapping you with love. God knows exactly who you are and has many purposes for you. How do you know which way to go in life? You listen to the positive, loving whispers coming from your heart. That's your intuition. And your intuition is the way your spirit team talks to you and guides you. It's a compass that has every answer you'll ever need. When you follow your heart, you're always on your path. So be confident. Love all of who you are because you're perfect. Follow your joy and let God show you how you can make this world better. To help you do that, Here's today's episode. If you'd like to support this podcast, please tag at Angel Podcast and share this episode on your socials. Leave a five-star positive review. And if it calls to you, work with me at theangelmedium.com. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Intuitive Kids podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we're back with your friend, Nancy Windhart. She is an animal communicator. And last time that she was on the show, she was teaching us how to communicate with the pets and animals that we have in our household. And I want to go a little bit deeper with her today here because, Nancy, um, I was talking to you in the last episode. We have two little uh shit zoo little baby doggies and they're not babies anymore one's like seven and one's five but they um are tiny right like they're just nine pounds and they get a lot of anxiety not all the time but around specific things so when we start packing the bags to go on a vacation, even when we take out the suitcases and they don't know, right? They don't know if we're going away for a night or for a week, they become restless, just so much anxiety. And so I sit there and I try and calm them and I try and tell them we're coming back. It's okay. Grandpa is coming over. You don't have to go anywhere. You're going to be here. You're going to be safe. But I don't find that it eases their anxiety. Also, when we put them in the car, if we put them in the car, it's normally to take them to doctor's visit or to the groomer to get their bath and their hair cut. And they just whimper in the car, just terrible. They shake and they whimper. They do not like going to the groomer and getting their hair cut or their bath. Same with a bath at home. If we do the bath at home, they don't like it. Tons of anxiety. What tips, tools, tricks do you have to kind of calm their energy and just help them come into a more a vibration of ease? I don't want them to be scared. Mm-hmm. Tell me, um, can I get the names and uh, ages and genders of your dogs? Yeah. So Fluff is the one who's about seven. And Lulu is the one who's about five. And Lulu is a girl. Fluff is a boy. Yeah. So I just, you know, so, so I can talk generally 
um, about this issue because you're not alone. They're not alone. And then if if you want to, and I know we're doing this live, but if yeah. you want to, and with your permission, I can also check in with each of them individually about what's going on for them. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So there's there's a couple of basic principles. And the first principle is anytime there's something going on with our animals, like an anxiety issue, um, we want to start with the animal. And that's why I'm asking asking you, right? Start with the individual because there's a bunch of different different reasons that that could be happening, right? And you understand some of them. Um, but we always want to start with the individual animal first rather than generalizing really understand what's going on from their perspective about these issues. And then, you know, and then in general, in terms of anxiety, we can talk about, about some of the, some of those. Um, but let me just, let me just check in with each of them. And so just for people watching, my process is that um, I'm focusing in on each of, of these two dogs, you know, individually. Um, and really was just the intention of help me understand what's going on for you. And I'm going to use, are there other situations that it comes up with besides the leaving for vacation and riding in the car? That's you know? pretty much it. Those are the two. Yeah. And otherwise normally kind of in your daily day-to-day -day lives, they're yeah. not expressing. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So let me just check with them about these two things. So on the first thing, and they're both, they're kind of going back and forth between the two of them. Um, but Fluff comes in first and he says, uh, so when they, when you're getting ready to go on vacation, mm -hmm. we all, we all need to be together. It's our job to take care of you and your job to take care of us. We all need to be together. And so it's not about feeling unsafe, staying at home with their grandpa, right? Um, but it's, it's, this isn't, this is, we, we're all supposed to be together as a family and we don't like it when we're not all together because then we can't take care of you. And they're showing me, especially your daughter, right? We yeah. like, we want to be with her, but we all need to be together. That's our job. And so it makes us feel uncertain and I can feel the energy is like, you know, as, as he's saying this to me. Like, we just don't, we, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So with that one, one of the things that you can do, because as you found out, just saying, it's okay, you're going to be okay. You're going to stay home. Grandpa's coming yeah. over. It doesn't help, right? No, it doesn't. it doesn't help at all, right? Yeah. So, so, so we, we need to, you need to help them understand a few more things about it. Okay. Um, and I think that, and this might be more than we have time to to do together today but you can do this on your own because i know yeah. you have the ability to connect with them so you know first of all give them some real clear information about first of all why is it that they can't come with you right uh -huh. so maybe you're going on an airplane you, that that would be really stressful for them right mm -hmm. oh, or you're going someplace where they're not allowed to be um or you're going on a long long car ride which you know we know they, they're not thrilled about anyway right yes. so there's a reason they're not able to come with you right and there's a reason that you need to go wherever you're going right yeah. um, and so just to help them understand right this this isn't a situation where we can all be together sometimes we have to be apart and then to really let them know you know how long you're going to be gone 
and what it's going to look like. So you do that by giving them pictures. So even communicating their, their grandpa who, who, who presumably that's somebody that they know and have relationship with and and like, right. is going to come and stay. Right. So you just give them that picture of, of him and they'll understand who that is. Right. And then we can also communicate to our animals about time and especially our friends who live with us in our families, they, they understand our routines, right? So, you know, I found many animals, you know, just like all of us, they could have a clear understanding of day and night, right? Um, light and dark, you know, sleeping time and wake time. Um, and then also they can have a sense, depending on our family and the routine of the, like, say the length of time of a week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I know it's all different now with the pandemic and a lot of people working from home, but, you know, the idea of, for example, the people go away from home and the kids go to school, you know, during the week and then on the weekends, they're home more yeah. that gives the animals a feeling of, okay, that's what that pattern of time of a week is. Mm-hmm. And so we can use that to communicate to our, our animal friends. Okay. We're going to be gone. Let's say we're going to be gone a week. All right. So it's going to be this many times of of the, the nighttime, of the dark time, right? And and this many, they're, they're the same amount of time as like when, you know, we go to school for a week and then we have a weekend, that amount of time to kind of let them know, okay, this is how long this is going to be. You know, grandpa's not going to be living with you for, you know, a year, right? It's going to be a week, right? And then we're going to all be together again. And then we can also give them the pictures of, Okay, we're all going to we're going to come home. We're going to all be together again. So that's a way that we can help them on just that understanding level. And then sometimes animals need more help than that, just on the physical level. Mm -hmm. So this is where things like, you know, some people will use things like energy work, like Reiki to help to calm them down. Or sometimes, you know, check with your, with your veterinarian. Um, But, you know, sometimes there are herbal supplements that you can give them to help to calm them down. One thing that I recommend um, a lot because it's easy, easy to find and it's safe and I think it's worth a try for anxiety is rescue remedy, which is um, a flower essence that you can use. Uh, you can get it at, you know, most, you know, health food stores, that kind of thing. And it's, you just can put a, you know, a couple drops in their water and it just, it helps in stressful situations. It helps to calm things down. So those things can help. It may not always be enough, right? It might not make them completely calm and relaxed, right? You may have to go through this a little bit, but those are some things that can help to dial it down. And then as much as possible, also keeping your energy calm, right? And like going on vacation, we get all, you know, busy and stressed out trying to pack and, you know, all of that. So that can impact them too. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of movement, right? So on the, on the going to going in the car, do you ever do things in the car with them that are not the vet or the groomer? We don't often because we live right near a prairie path where we can walk to everything. We have this other like lake that we can go walk around. There's just a ton that we live around that yeah. we're able to like get them out. Yeah. yeah. So what I get from them about that, there's there's two pieces. And one is just that that the car always means we're going someplace where it's stressful, right? Yes. 
Yeah. So, and then the other thing I'm feeling, and I'm feeling this, especially from Lulu is that the car itself, like the motion of the car and the, the whizzing by, you know, the fast motion and the whizzing by really makes her not feel well in her body and okay. really gives right. And it's true for both of them, but, and then they bounce off each other too. Right. Yeah, so you know, they, they get them each other all worked up. Right. So, you know, really understanding that. So it's, it's, it's two, it's both parts of it. So if it's something you want to work with them on, then, then we go to the behavioral, like what a dog trainer would tell you a good positive reinforcement based, you know, positive dog trainer would say, okay, you need to start working on making the car something that's not scary. Right. Yeah. And for short times. And, you know, you have to see, depending on how uncomfortable the actual motion of the car is, you know, you maybe do this for just, you know, a short drive around the block, but then you get someplace fun and you have something they really enjoy or some really wonderful treats that only happen when you go in the car. So that's, you know, to work with it that way, if you want to help them acclimate to that. And you can use the rescue remedy also, right? If you're going to go to the vet, Or, you know, go to the groomers, you can use that to, you know, that can help, but it's often, it's often not enough when it's kind of an ingrained thing, but, you know, to start to re retrain that and, and rework that as something fun and something happy for them. Yeah. I love that. With the anxiety, one other little tool I'll mention that you might try if you haven't is sometimes the thunder shirts. Um, that, you know, are used for animals who are really scared of thunderstorms, they can be helpful for, for, for car rides and things like that. So, you know, I always tell people they're worth a try. They work great for some animals. They don't work great for others, but, you know, I think it's worth a try at least. To see if awesome. yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. And you hit the nail on the head too. It's Fluff who is definitely more scared of the trips. He does not like it. And um, it's Lulu who gets more scared in the car. So it's interesting that you really kind of pulled those two through. I love that. When it comes to your work with animals, I know that there are so many lessons that they've been able to teach you through the their own animal wisdom. Can you share some of the, maybe your favorite or the most profound lessons that animals have mm. helped you see life in a different way? Yeah. Oh, I could, I could talk forever about this, but um, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, I'll share first um, about one of my cats who recently died um, and he was with me for almost 20 years. So he lived a very long um, life. His name was Louie and, um, and he is still very, very present and very connected with us. And he was a cat who, in his, when he was here in his body, he loved to be on the earth. And I made little safe places for him where he could do that, where he wouldn't be in danger. He loved helping people to, to, to hear and understand. And one of the pieces of wisdom that he would always share with people, and it sounds very simple, but it's actually very profound, is sit on the earth connect to the earth, feel the earth. And he would say, just like feel the earth through your belly, like I do as a cat laying on the earth, but also through through the paws. And he's, he would say, it's really good for humans to walk on the earth and like touch the earth with their feet and touch the earth with their bodies. Um, that this is really helpful. And it's really the way that we connect 
uh, with with each other and with spirit, you know, is through the earth. We don't have to leave our bodies and go up someplace else, but we connect through the earth. So that's that's one lesson. And then, you know, boy, um, I've I've had the privilege of spending time with wild dolphins and being in the water with them. And these are not dolphins who are in captivity, but these are dolphins who are, you know, wild dolphins who choose to um, engage with and, and interact with people and on their own terms. And, you know, some of the things that they have showed me and taught me about love and about connection and about interspecies understanding and compassion and the way that they have such understanding and compassion for the the human species even though they know uh, maybe better than we do in a lot of ways how much our species has had you know a bad impact on the oceans and on the world but so much so much love and compassion. Um, and same with some of the, the whales that I've had the opportunity to spend time with, where they they come and they want to share with people this broader understanding of life and connection and, you know, the universe, the cosmos, what's possible, what we can feel, what we can hear, what we can understand. Um, and so they have this vast... Um, I'm thinking now of whales in particular, but this is also true for the dolphins that I was talking about, this vast understanding of energy and communication and feeling that extends, you know, so far beyond their physical bodies um, and just deep into the oceans and into the currents. And, you know, it just, I mean, it just goes on and on. And so really, I, I guess what I'm saying is the sky's the limit, right? There's yeah. so much that animals can teach us and help us to understand on all levels, right? From the most practical physical level to the most expansive, you know, spiritual levels, it's all available. And, you know, each individual is different. So they may not all be interested in communicating on those vast spiritual levels, right? But the ones that are, I mean, it can just, it, it's completely expansive and, and sometimes can really just be mind blowing from our um, human perspective. Amazing. Yeah. Nancy Winhart, you are always a joy to talk to. Thank you so much for teaching us all today how to calm our animals' anxieties and fears in other ways and, and sharing those words of wisdom from the animals that you've learned those lessons. Nancy, can you share with everybody if they want to find you, if they want to learn how to telepathically communicate with animals, where can they go to to do that? Best place is my website. It's nancywintart.com. And um, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. We'll put all that information in the show notes below. Thank you so much sincerely for being here. Thank you, Julie. It's been wonderful to share this time with you. Thank you. You too. Want more episodes? Check out our parent podcast, Angels and Awakening. Beautiful souls, if you're super excited to develop your own intuition, go to theangelmedium.com and become an angel member today. Angel membership is for the whole family. Parents get access to hundreds of hours of past course content, new intuitive development circles, events, small groups, and more. And now kids get access to spiritual workshops, pre-recorded energy healings, and live events just for them. Start today at theangelmedium.com.
And if you're the family who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, kids ages 14 and up can now enroll in my Angel Reiki school with a parent. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to start your own family business. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com. Details are in the show notes. Now, do you want to do an exercise with me? Imagine God is pouring unconditional love through the top of your head. This unconditional love fills your body with yummy, shimmering energy from head to toe. So much so that God's love begins to radiate out from your entire body, from your heart, like rays of energy radiating out from the sun. Imagine God's infinite, unconditional love flows from your heart to everyone you love, to everyone in your school, to everyone listening to this podcast, and back to you. Your angels remind you they're always looking out for you, guiding you, directing you, protecting you. Talk to God and your angels all day long and listen to your heart for the positive, loving messages they have just for you.